Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your happy host, Madeline Carafa, self-proclaimed health enthusiast and full-time hustler. Through storytelling, I combined health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of some of the most influential and inspiring hustlers. Whether you're looking for an engaging and easy to digest pep talk or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking butt in work and play. Today's guest is an entrepreneurial powerhouse who is the brains and force behind Australia's leading health food subscription box, Goodness Me Box. Peter Schulman is inspiring Australians every single day to lead a healthy lifestyle in an easy and affordable way. Her passion and drive to help others become the healthiest version of themselves is incredibly inspiring and Goodness Me Box is a true reflection of a business that oozes soul, purpose and meaning. I feel incredibly grateful to have been given the opportunity to sit down with Peter and enjoy a healthy conversation about her personal health struggles with an autoimmune condition and how this has led to the idea of Goodness Me Box, my absolute favourite delivery every single month. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did creating it. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by EcoTan and Eco by Sonia Driver, a global multi-award winning certified organic tanning, body care and skincare range. Peter, hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you? I'm good. So excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to be joined by you. Thank you so much for your time. I'm actually particularly interested in chatting to you today because since building the Healthy Hustlers, I've really realized the importance of a brand that has purpose and soul. And I'm so in awe of you and what you've created with your brand, goodness me, because I really believe that he's built so much around that purpose and soul. So I'm super excited to dive into it today and hear about your journey. But before we get into that, I would like to start by finding out one thing about you that most people might not necessarily know. Sure. So I'm actually quite uncoordinated. So whether it's like dancing or I remember like growing up learning moves in dance class for stuff I'm so bad at it and when I met my now husband we actually went to school together but like never spoke really? at all at school because he was so older funny. than me so I knew him but always tease him that he like never noticed me because <laughs> I was super shy but um he was, I knew he was a pretty good dancer. So when I met him, like, I was just so worried. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, we're going to go out. We're going to have to, like, dance. And I don't know how to dance very well. So I think that's something, yeah, that I don't really share. Yeah, that is so funny. And I can't believe you went to school together. And I know. What age did you start dating? So I was 21 yeah. when we started dating. So we hadn't really spoken up until then. And then I, I oh saw him around goodness. one night and started chatting. That is so funny. There you go. And do you have a lot of kind of similar friends or anything? Or well, not so now much? we do like I know a lot of his friends because yeah. some of them are from school. And then I'm really lucky. I've got like a really nice group of girlfriends from school who I'm still close yeah. with. So oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. My mum and dad actually went to high school together but didn't date until late into their 20s. Oh, so really? I always find that so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Now, I would love to get a little bit of an insight into your own personal health journey because I know you do suffer from an autoimmune condition. So would you like to dive a little bit into your journey so far with your with your health? Yeah. So I guess when I was 21, I remember this because it was a few weeks after my 21st birthday party, I started getting really sick and thought it was like the flu or something. And then after about a month, I wasn't getting better. I was still in bed and I ended up being in bed rest for about three months. And during that time, I went to multiple doctors. None of them could figure out what it was. And they all sort of just put it down to fatigue. Yeah, okay. And it was at that point I'd finished uni and I'd gotten a job in the PR industry and actually in the preventative health industry. I got a really great job. So I was so excited to start and I was so worried, like I'm not getting better and I didn't want to lose this opportunity. And somehow I got well enough to start, but I never really recovered. And so what would happen was I'd go to work and every month I would guarantee get sick. I'd get a cold, a flu, or on the weekends I'd just be in bed recovering. But I became so used to that and that cycle. And I saw so many doctors during that time and just wasn't getting answers that it almost became my normal and I just accepted, oh, this is just how my body is. And so that actually carried on for three years. Oh, my goodness. And by the third year, I remember sitting in the GP's office and it was the ninth time I'd had a cold that year and he wanted to give me another antibiotic. Mm. And I just turned to him and said, this isn't normal. I need to go back to a specialist. Yeah. Something something is going yeah. on here. And I went to an immunologist and he diagnosed me with an autoimmune condition. He explained my body doesn't create enough antibodies to fight off viruses or bacteria like other people. And therefore I was getting sick all the time. Yeah. And so I was 24 by that point. But then what he said wow. to me was, it's nothing you can do. Think of it as like a premature aging immune system that you've got and you just need to go to hospital once a month for the rest of your life to get these protein antibody transfusions to keep your, your energy levels up. Oh, my goodness. That is so crazy. What was the feeling that kind of was inside you or going through your head when you heard that? Yeah, it was a bit of a process. At first, I was really upset. I remember going home and crying that night. I was just so upset. I was like, I was 24. My friends were all going out and having fun. And there I was every weekend resting. Like I really felt like I was missing out. Then I started to get angry. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I'd actually been learning about so much in the wellness space, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't applying any of it to my life, which was the funny thing. So we used to bring out all these integrative doctors from overseas and they'd be talking about gut health and the gut-brain connection. And this was like nine, ten years ago. So it was really quite revolutionary what I was hearing and I wasn't applying any of it. So it was at that point I thought I'm going to try find another way. I'm not going to sit back and just let this rule my life. And so I went and started researching and and sought out an integrative doctor to help me. Wow. How funny is it that sometimes things are like what we need is actually right in front of us and we, or the other side, I always think, you know, when you do get into kind of the health and wellness scene, you let your own personal health and wellness just kind of like go to the wayside and it's like all about sharing it with other people, but not actually integrating it into your own life. So yeah, I think that's really interesting that that was almost all there in front of you. And it wasn't until for so long that you could actually, yeah, start using that. So, 
how did you manage it then on a day-to-day basis once you kind of knew what was going on and you knew you started having to invest in your health? Sure. So I started noticing a few things. I noticed when I got a certain amount or certain amount of hours of sleep that I'd get sick if I did really high intensity exercise, it was too much for my body. But what the doctor actually drew my attention to was the amount of artificial and processed ingredients in food I was eating. So immediately that was stripped back, going back to whole foods and eliminating any kind of inflammation in my lifestyle. So part of that for me was also gluten because Mm -hmm. gluten's inflammatory, refined products and foods, refined sugar. So I was so desperate at that point to get better that I really diligently started just following mm-hmm. everything she told me. Yeah. And it was at that point I started wandering into health food stores and started reading the ingredients in products because I, I couldn't find them in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Literally everything I picked up had a word I didn't recognize or words, I should say, multiple. Yeah. <laughs> yes, several. Several, usually. yeah, just <laughs> chemicals and artificial ingredients. And it makes you think, well, what is the compounding effect of putting these in your body day after day after day, year after year after year? Like at some point your body just breaks down. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that I've even learned as well throughout my health journey is so many brands can claim so many things on the front of a package, 100% natural or all of this. And you look on the back and it's so scary the amount of preservatives that are actually in everyday food that we're consuming and we're so unaware of it if you don't know if you don't look at the back if you know so many people just trust the front of the package of what it actually says Um, and it's something that I've become really conscious of over the years and it still just blows my mind the amount of preservatives that are actually in our everyday food and you know we're, we're putting that in our bodies and a lot of people you know, are trying to do the right thing and are trying to actually eat healthy and unaware that these preservatives are in these foods because they're not, you know, looking at that fine print on the back. Yes, it's so confusing. Going to the supermarket is a confusing and overwhelming experience and it shouldn't be. And totally, I think for me, what I noticed was trying to keep it really simple. So I'd turn something around and if I didn't understand the ingredients Mm -hmm. and I'd put it back, I wouldn't even look at the nutritional panel to be honest. I I always think you don't need to be a mathematician to be healthy. It shouldn't be that complicated but definitely agree with you. You can't trust the words on the front yeah, of the package. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I love that approach so much. I think that is such a great way to look at it. And yeah, I always think if I don't recognize the name of something, then it's, pro- or I can't pronounce it, then it's mm. probably not that good for me. Yes. So yeah. So how did you kind of do your everyday, sh- like, did you start exploring new places to shop for food or like outside of, I guess, the everyday supermarket? Yeah. So I started wandering into health food stores and yeah. found all these amazing products, but the best part was that they tasted really good as well. Yes. <laughs> and I think back then in particular, there was this huge perception that to be healthy is bland and boring. Mm-hmm. And so I got so excited and I thought, you know, being in the PR marketing space, I was like, oh my gosh, how can I help promote these brands? Yeah get the word out there and show other people that healthy eating can actually be easy and fun and delicious yeah, as del- well. Like yes. Really, people always ask me, oh, do you feel like you're missing out on on mm. stuff? And I'm like, no, not at all. Yeah. Like, I think once you know the options available, it's just getting there, which is the journey and the harder part. Totally. Well, that probably takes us very nicely into your business, goodness me, Box, because that is where I find 
most of my favorite health products and they are all so delicious. I get so excited when it arrives on my door every month. So could you talk to us a little bit about your business and the brand that you've created with Goodness Me? Sure. So we are Goodness Me Box is a health food sampling service. So once a month we get a team of health practitioners who review all the products that we found on the market and we choose the best ones and it's an absolute surprise when it arrives on your doorstep every month and you get up to 10 products or samples Mm -hmm. in there. But we have a strict set of guidelines that everything has to be natural ingredients and GMO free. Mm -hmm. And for you guys out there, it's just about trusting that what's in the box is okay to to eat because, as we mentioned, it is confusing out there. It's really confusing. But one of the big parts of of our philosophy at Goodness Me Box as well is that it isn't about dieting and calorie Mm -hmm. counting. If you're eating whole foods and foods made from real ingredients, everything in your body should really start balancing out. It just has a really great flow on effect. You know, food shouldn't be stressful at all. Absolutely. And that's something that every time that it arrives, I know I can just jump straight in and eat whatever I want because I don't have to look at the back of the packaging because you guys have done all the work for us. So that is, it's so good. I honestly find so many products and I, I can't believe the amount of pantry staples I now have as well, because I think, you know, you get very caught in buying the same things all the time or the brands that you recognize or you know or you've seen on Instagram or whatever it you know may be yeah. and so I always get so many little surprises in my monthly subscription box <laughs> yeah I love it so much so the initial idea for goodness me box was that f- through you literally experimenting with all of these new health products that you were discovering yeah so at first to be honest I was like let me launch an online health food shop that's how the <laughs> idea started and then I started noticing the beauty box industry yeah, okay. delivering beauty products yes so I thought well why is no one doing this in the health space it just made so much sense and for me being in PR I learned a lot about marketing as well so I was like it's a way for me to help these brands change the food industry get the word out there and at the same time get other other people excited about health food so it just yeah. came together really well and I always say try to combine if you're starting a business something that you're good at and something that you're passionate about and those two things should really make you quite unstoppable. Yeah absolutely I could not agree with that more. So since that initial stage how has the business evolved? When I launched actually I remember I googled a business plan. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I started and um, actually stumbled across it the other week and I was flicking through. It was honestly like a six-page document and I was like, "Mm, this wasn't actually too bad. I was quite impressed with myself. Isn't it looking back on those things and you're like, oh, that actually sounds quite good. Yeah, yeah. I was like given my lack of experience, I thought it was pretty good. I love it. So um, that's how I started and then I took – six months from that point until launching. And that was because I was sort of finishing up my job. My health was improving. My test results were coming back in normal range. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a trek to Chile because I hadn't been able to barely even walk up until that point in terms of exercise. I'd been so fatigued. And I said, if I'm still as excited about this idea when I get back, I'm going to resign from my job and just give it a crack. Wow. And that's what happened. So... We launched and I'd spent this time planning and I think it's important as well to not spend too much time planning. You know, you always hear just start and that's absolutely key. (laughs) Um, And 
yeah, so I spent all this time like planning how the launch would go and not much after that, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> and I was sitting there first day and launched, opened the website and sales started coming through and it was just oh my goodness. quite a crazy moment yeah. that I hadn't anticipated. We'll be right back after this healthy break. EcoTan and Eco by Sonia Driver is a global multi-award winning certified organic tanning, body and skincare range. Their tanning range is Australia's first organic tan on the market and provides the best golden glow without the harsh toxic chemicals. Created by Sonia Driver, EcoTan and Eco by Sonia is a company that is founded on authenticity and transparency which is why their certifications are so important. As a brand, they are committed to creating healthier animal and environmentally friendly ranges that are all natural, vegan, certified organic, free from all the nasties and proudly cruelty free. I've been using their nourishing range of products both on my face and body for over 12 months now. I love that all of their products are packed with superfoods and natural ingredients that leave the skin glowing and feeling incredibly hydrated. To check the full range of EcoTan and Eco by Sonia Driver products, head to ecotan.com.au after this episode or click the link in the show notes. Do you often go back to that feeling? Like, do you go back and kind of revisit that day and that that excitement inside you? Oh, I wish. I wish I could always just, you know, whenever I need it, just, just tap draw into on it. it, tap into it. Um, I mean, I do think about it when I'm in interviews like this. Being yeah. <laughs> so this is nice. But um, yeah, no, it was a, it was actually a really great feeling, yeah. and I was all by myself, just sitting in the apartment. So I was kind of like, didn't really have anyone to celebrate with, but it was really exciting. And then I was like back on the laptop because customer service questions started coming through. So that was a really exciting time, the growth of the business. And in particular, that first six months, like every month we were just selling out. And next thing I knew, I was in an office with a team and it was pretty surreal. But um, as you you might have read somewhere that, you know, it didn't all last and go smooth sailing all yes. the way. Yeah. So what have, I guess, been some of the challenges that you have faced throughout your business journey? There's two things that really come to mind. The first thing is, number one, we had tech tech problems. So I didn't realise I was really coming into a space as a tech <laughs> <Yeah>. entrepreneur. <laughs> And um, little did I know, four website migrations later, <laughs> I oh feel I've goodness. learned quite a lot in that space. But um, the website simply couldn't handle, one, the number of subscribers and two, just the actual yeah. subscription process. Okay. Um, back in the day, nothing was really built around that. So that caused a lot of problems for us, but it mm. was all on the back end. So No one could see anything or recognise anything that was going on and it probably lasted about a year and a half. Wow. And it got to the point where um, we'd spent so much money investing in website development Mm. and keeping in mind I'd started this business just off the back of my savings. Yeah. We poured so much money into it and we were very quickly being drained of cash. And I think number one rule of a 
business startup business is do not run out of money yeah. and it's very easy to forget that you get so caught easy. up in all the Absolutely. shiny new things and ideas. Yeah. So um, one of the things we did start launching at that time were our whole food night markets. Mm-hmm. So these really fun events with brands where you could buy and sample product and amazing speakers and cooking demonstrations and healthy dinner served and all this cool stuff. And we were at our second event that night I knew looking at the figures that I had to really pull back everything in the business, restructure the team, move offices, just really change things. But from the outside, what I always find so interesting is it really didn't look like that from the outside on social media. Yeah, totally. It's something that I actually really love about you and that you are so open about sharing those kind of stories. And I know you did a post about that, about how you kind of, you know, here you are at your event and everything looks so happy, but you're quite breaking inside with all of this pressure of, are you going to have to, I guess, close a business or what you're going to have to do? And I think, you know, we were even talking prior to this podcast about success and, you know, what it can look like on the outside, but you just never know what's going on in the inside and inside a business as well. So I really love that you're, you're so open about that because I think there's so many things that we go through that you don't expect or you don't plan or you don't want to happen you kind of sit there thinking how is this happening to me when I've you know put my heart and soul into something so yeah I think it's really and do you think sharing that as well has kind of helped you as a personal brand and also the brand itself I think I don't know if it's helped the brand from a personal perspective I really wanted to share it because I know I look at a lot of businesses out there and sometimes it's really hard not to compare yourself and it might yes. not be your competitors but just any business out there Definitely. and you think oh I wish everything was running so smoothly mm-hmm. for myself and I just wanted to be real and put something out there and this is the reality of business. Things go up and down yes. and that's okay. What's important is that you have the grit and determination to stick it out Definitely. and come out at the other end and that's something I'd love to personally hear more from other businesses. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'm just going to lead by example and, and put and that share. out there yeah, yeah. and share Um And I think I was so scared at the time to actually tell anyone then and Mm -hmm. there that that was going on because I thought, you know, the brands, like maybe they won't want to work with us anymore and maybe people won't want to buy from us anymore if they think something's going wrong. If anything now when I think about it, I think like our our Goodness Me Box community are probably our biggest supporters. They're exactly why we are where we are today and I think if anything they would have banded behind us and yeah absolutely yeah, gotten us through it yeah definitely you yeah, know I love that you that you share that story I think it's such a good reminder to anyone really that's in business that there is always going to be hard times and and also just to stay focused in your own lane as well because it is so easy to get caught up with what your competitors are doing and you know new people launching in the same market but I think if you can stay you know in your own lane and and your focus on why you launched and why you're doing what you're doing um, is so important. Yeah. So I'd love to get a bit of an understanding of during that period how you were nurturing, I guess, your own mental well-being because I'm sure there was a lot going on and you're under a lot of pressure. That's a good question. <laughs> during that time, I guess, so my husband, is he's such a huge supporter as well and as is my family as well. So I find that a huge outlet being yeah. able to talk to them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so number one, they were a huge support for me. And I think it's really important when you are running a business to surround yourself by people who are going to be your cheerleaders and look after you during those hard times. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've actually consciously done since the beginning of the business is to take out any people in my life who don't provide me with that support as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously everyone's got their own life, so it's it's to a point. Yes. But just not having any of that kind of negativity. I found um, walking. Walking is just a huge outlet for me and yeah. it's something so simple mm-hmm. that I find that's my time to reduce any stress, to be with my own thoughts, any of that creativity. But then I'll also mention that I probably wasn't doing the best at that time with my own emotional health during then. I remember having a lot of up and downs, you know, one day you're on top of the world because you've had a win and then the next day you're worrying about the money in the business. And I think that's really a really stressful thing when you are worrying about the funds in the business. It can really take a toll. Thankfully, um, I've always been a really good sleeper. Like I just hit the pillow and I'm out (laughs) within 30 seconds. It saved you. (laughs) So I didn't have too many sleepless nights. Oh, that's so good. I've always been like, I remember even when I was younger, my friends were like, oh, I don't want to have a sleepover (laughs) because I'll be, you know, I'm up all night and you've got to sleep straight away. (laughs) So they try to keep me awake. So so funny. Yeah, but – Other than that, I actually don't meditate or anything like that. I've tried in the past. It's it's a really hard thing to do and I always think it's something – I should do and work my way to it, but I say like my walking. Is, I was going to say your meditation. walking is so uh, yeah a form of meditation. Mm. There was um yeah a lot of res- I resonated with um what you said there, and I think surrounding yourself with the right people is so vital. Like in any time period in your life, no matter what you're going through, but yeah, particularly in business, is just having those cheerleaders because it can get a little bit lonely as well, you know, when you're kind of like working towards these goals or hustle, hustle, hustle. And it's like, oh, hang on, where is everyone around me? So I think having those support people is, yeah, it's definitely something that I talk a lot about and yeah, just ensuring that you do have, you know, I like the saying around the five, you are the sum of the five people closest to you. I um, yeah. And I think, you know, if you really take a look around, around you and see who are those five people, it's quite interesting to see those little traits and that popping in. So yeah, I'm glad that you said that that was something that really helped you during that, that period. Yeah. So, And one of the key things as well to mention is you've got to have self-belief when you're trying to make a difference and change and to keep yeah. going and that self-doubt can go up and down like, oh, Mm -hmm. am I doing the right thing? And your internal monologue that you have in your (laughs) mind. So when you have those people around you telling you, you can do it and you will be okay, Mm -hmm. it sort of revives you again. Absolutely. I so agree. So what would be one of the greatest lessons you have learned throughout your journey so far? There's so many. Yeah, I could so, imagine so many. Would be. So the first one that comes to mind, this I actually read in Richard Branson's book, Losing oh, Your Virginity. Yes. Yeah. I just remember it so clearly because of what happened to me. And he said, take risks but always protect the downside. And uh, I thought I'm never going to forget that one because I've been in that situation yes. and I think it's just something really important to remember. Mm-hmm. I always say feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, so, I love that. I haven't heard that. I yeah. really like that. If you're not scared, you're probably not pushing the boundaries yeah. enough and it's good to be scared, which leads into, I guess, always being okay with being uncomfortable because mm-hmm. – 
it's it's important to get comfortable with being uncomfortable uh, and that's where that's where the magic happens I think definitely oh my goodness I see that's just like amen for me I could not <laughs> agree more and it's funny um the live podcast tour that I'm doing with Georgie Stevenson which you guys are a part of and we're so grateful for um we talk about our rise hustle and our conquer and for me rise is very much about staying outside of those comfort zones because I think you know we can't expect magic to happen when we're sitting in that little comfort its own and everything's just like comfortable (laughs) literally so yeah I think you know you need to rise up to the challenge and feeling that fear I remember um when I was stepping into two healthy hustlers and someone's a girl that I you know really admire and take a lot from in business said to me well if it doesn't scare you then it's definitely not the right move Mm. and it's something that's really stuck with me and I, I keep reminding myself of that you know so often because it's like you know fear is just that that little fe- it's a feeling at the end of the day where that I used to think of it as almost this brick wall that was stopping me from doing things and it's yes. like you know if you don't jump into it it's not very exciting otherwise that's <laughs> so. it and I think what's important to remember is that everyone gets that I've met people who have huge businesses small businesses they all feel it and yeah. it's important to remember it's it's not just you yes everyone gets that so that can be a little bit comforting in a way yeah absolutely So, with all of the hustle, what are your non-negotiable healthy habits? Non-negotiables. So, sleep, I'd like to say, is one of my non-negotiables just because for me it's so important to stay on top of my immune system. Yes. a thousand percent improved over the the last five years, but um, sleep really helps me. Yeah, okay. So, um, just looking at you, you're about to have your baby. So, for me, I'm like, oh, I know that goes out the window when when that happens. Don't worry. Anytime someone (laughs) says sleep now, I'm like, yes, I'm making the most of that at the moment. Although it's it's not great at the moment still, but I'm like, oh, it's preparing me. (laughs) So sleep is a big one for me. I always make time for breakfast. So before I get into work, if I have to wake up 20 minutes earlier to have that time to myself for breakfast, I do that. Reading food labels, obviously that's a big one for me. Now it's a much faster process because you know what I I sort of like. And um, when I was really sick, I don't do it as much anymore, but bone broth was a big one for me because looking after your gut health is linked to the immune system and often yep. they're found autoimmune conditions and gut health related. Yeah, okay. So that's one and I would say I also take zinc every yeah, day for my really? immune system. Yeah, really? Okay. I love zinc. It's so a really helps me. underrated supplement zinc, isn't it? Yeah, and for me, I mean, I'm a big believer in seeing a practitioner, getting your tests done and so that's what was recommended for me, but yep. it's been a huge help as well. And it, it it is. I mean, we don't get it in our soil anymore like we used to. And yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So is something surrounding yourself with the right practitioner something that you continue to focus on? Like are you always getting new health advice and seeing people to support that autoimmune condition? Yes, yeah. I see her quite regularly, but it's not because anything's going wrong, just for a checkup and to check my levels. Yes. But I think that's quite nice. Like I haven't been to the doctor all year from being yeah. sick with the cold or flu or anything mm-hmm. just for just for a checkup. And yep. 
the cool thing about health is you're never done. You can always yes. feel better and you can always have more energy. And it's like this ongoing journey of so how true. good can I feel. And so yep. that's what I like about it. Yeah, I so agree. And I think it is, it's so fun and you can get so much inspiration from what other people are doing and, and then kind of inject those little healthy habits into your life. And yes. I think one of the things I try to remind people of is take it slow. Like it doesn't need to be like you just wake up one day and go, okay, I'm going to be healthy. And I know my brother, um, he's been doing dry July. Yeah. And so he's got this like new lease on life. <laughs> he's like feeling so fresh and fabulous all the time and he's swimming and he calls me literally like nearly every day and he's like, oh, should I buy like bone broth today or which one should I get on? Should I put spirulina in my smoothie? And I'm like, okay, just calm down. Let's like strip it all back and kind of let's just get you into some really good little habits that you actually do every single day. And I'm like, and just slowly inject them. Like once they become a habit, then take on your new one because it can be really overwhelming, I guess, as well. So, but yeah, I totally agree. I think since I have started seeing the right practitioners and people that really align with my way of life and the way I I guess I want to lead my lifestyle, I've definitely noticed that my health has kind of, yeah, really gone to the next level. And it's probably the first winter that I touch wood have not yet Mm -hmm. been sick. And I can't believe it because I'm like, I'm growing a baby. I should be like my almost weakest, I guess, as in I'm not getting much nutrients. Um, So yeah, I think it's really important to be surrounding yourself with those people that have that advice and can give you that knowledge. Well, Peter, thank you so much for your time today. I've absolutely loved chatting to you. I'm so incredibly grateful for all of your support with Healthy Hustlers and with our up and coming event series and look forward to continuing working with you. Thank you. Thanks. Love being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.